Hello and welcome to this episode of Game on Girl, where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. And today, for short episode, is it nine, Rhonda? Or ten? I think it's number eight. Number eight. Wow, okay. No, you're right, nine. It's nine, yeah. Okay, for short episode number nine, we're talking about mobile games. You know, the ones you can play while waiting in line at the store, or in between meetings, or in between classes, or whatever other activities you do during the day. Often for me, it's between reading student papers. Rhonda and I are going to share some of your favorites and the feedback you gave us on the Facebook fan page when I asked about your your preferences in mobile gaming. But we'll start talking about some of our favorites. So Rhonda, what do you have for us? Well, I'm going to start off with a free game called Undecided from Dead Man's Productions. When me and my guildmates get together, we are really an indecisive group. So it's always like, where are we going to eat? What are we going to watch on Netflix? And the discussion goes on forever. Nobody makes a decision. So when I came across Undecided, I had to get it. All right. Undecided contains six decision games. Dice throwing, coin toss, short straw, pick a number, uh, lucky wheel, and even rock, paper, scissors. Oh, it would only be better if it was rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. I know, I know. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know when the game came out, but <laughs> it's, uh, I was, when I saw it, I was like, what? And no, it's just the traditional three. So. Absolutely. Um, most of the games have a customization option. For the dice roll, you can roll up to one to six dice at a time. Uh, you just pick the number of dice and then shake the phone. Nice. Um, the random number generator, you can select the upper and lower bounds for the generator. And I, I, the minimum is zero, and I was trying to find the maximum, and I think it's a million. Oh, I just wow. kept going. and <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to get here. If people want to go this high, they can, <laughs> can do it themselves. Well, we can put that as a call out to the listeners. If the listeners yeah. would like to figure out what the, the high on the random number generator is, we'd love to hear your feedback. Um, when drawing straws you can use three to 20 straws you select how many you want to draw and then they show a graphic of a fist holding the straws and then each person just touches a straw and then swipes it up to draw it out Um, probably my only complaint about this game is that whoever ends up getting the short straw it it makes a pretty obnoxious sound effect (laughs) It's not even it's not even comical and cheesy like wah wah wah. Right. It's just an obnoxious noise. Wow. That's um cool. even rock, paper, scissors, you get the choice of playing against the computer or playing against another player. Of course everything else is preset. The lucky spinning wheel has got num have uh, numbers one through ten on it, and you just uh swipe it or push it across the bottom of the wheel and it'll spin and stop. And, of course, the coin has uh, heads or tails, and you flip it by moving your phone like you're flipping a coin or, um, like, casting a lure line. Okay. Yeah, just vertically, you snap it up and down. So you just snap it up and down, and it flips a coin for you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty simple, but, I mean, it's just one of those things. I've never used it, like, to make personal decisions. (laughs) (laughs) I, I've never been an eight ball kind of person. Yeah. I usually, I know oh, exactly what I want to do or right. where I want to go or whatever. Right. But 
uh, it's coming really handy when we've sat down to play some tabletop games, especially if they don't come with any dice. Right. And so I'll just pop it up and pull out a dice and we'll we'll roll it and see who gets to go first and yeah. stuff like that. I can see it working in, like you said, social situations where you're with a group of people mm-hmm. who might be, you know, tend toward being indecisive or have a difficult time coming to a, a consensus together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even with, you know, it's like, where are we going to, you know, what kind of food are we going to get? We're going right. to get Mexican, are we going to get Chinese, we're right. going to get pizza. Right. Well, you know, pick a number between 1 and 10 or whatever. And and we'll decide from there. Yeah, or the short straw thing or something. Right, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of cool. I, I can see it in a lot of different situations being something that would kind of come in handy. Even if, you know, you were having a long, you know, like a long gaming day, an epic, you know, tabletop gaming day where, as we, we all know, our stereotype, I'll play a little to one of the stereotypes here, uh, gamers often order pizza on these days yes <laughs> so if you're fighter, fighting over what kind of toppings or where you might be ordering your pizza from it would be a really good way to sort of playfully solve uh, conflicts that come up like that it's it's really basic it's um like i said it's a it's a free game and it's uh it just does the basics it's it's not anything i would de- actually sit around doing very often, you know, just sitting there tossing a coin. Although I think that I thought about doing that for my um, Two Face costume when I was at Dragon Con, just <laughs> taking the digital coin. But <laughs> but it's it's That's like you cool. said, it's it's a social game. So yeah, I, I I was actually in a teaching presentation once where the statistics teacher used a coin flip to demonstrate, you know, the statistics of how often heads and how often tails comes up. And it would have been great had we all had smartphones with this app on it, because then we could have been sitting there and flipping, <laughs> flipping the digital coins, because we were dropping the coins all over the floor. And <laughs> yeah, I've, I've wondered about the uh, the percentages and the stats and the accuracy and stuff. But considering what I use it for, it it, it it's level of quality is perfect. For right. Me, yeah, so. it does. It does what it needs to do. And, you know, and you're right, there are sometimes you have games that don't come with dice and it's really handy to have something you can just, you <laughs> know, push a button and have what you need available. Well, for you. I checked out Dead Man Productions website and undecided. It looks like it was one of their first games, but they've, they've got had several games since then. And actually they look pretty interesting. I've got my eye on one of them. It's called night of the living chicken. Oh my God. That just the name alone has to make that game fantastic. Yeah. The graphics <laughs> look pretty good. It looks like a scrolling game. Possibly. I, I, pro- I shouldn't even guess cause I didn't, I didn't get lost in looking up the, mm-hmm. The, st- the particulars about it, but right. they've got more games out there. Their site looks pretty good. Right. Um, Undecided it, again is by Dead Man's Productions. It's a free game. It's available on Android Market and in iTunes for the iPhone, the iPod Touch, and the iPad. Fantastic! I might need to check it out. I don't have it. So, and um, what about you? Do you have a free game pick? Yes, well, I'm 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 pulling out one of my all-time favorites. My free game selection is Bejeweled Blitz, uh-huh. um, which I have consistently returned to playing Bejeweled for close to the last ten years. <laughs> In fact, as I was uh, cleaning out my office the other day, I came across my very first handheld mobile device. Before, oh my goodness! Before I had a before I had a cell phone, before I had anything else, I had a Palm Pilot. Yes. Back in the days when they were called Palm Pilots. Yeah. Yes. 
yes, I had I had that, and um, it had a you know stylus, so a little mm-hmm. pen like thing thing that you had to use to touch the tap the screen with, and that was the first experience I had playing Bejeweled, and that was oh, wow. that was old school Bejeweled with um, you know unlimited, just played until you ran out of moves, kind of Bejeweled. Um, so for the uninitiated, which I'm sure might not be very many people <laughs> given our <laughs> given our demographic. I'm I'm almost 100 percent sure everybody's at least seen Bejeweled played, but it's an arcade style game where you match gems of the same color in rows of three or more. The new version of Blitz, um, if you match and and the older and the traditional game as well, if you match rows of four or five, you get special gems that explode and give you extra bonuses and extra points. Um, there's a full version of Bejeweled that you can buy, which has many different variations. But Blitz is a free one-minute game that you can link to your Facebook account. Okay. So now, I've got Blitz on my phone, but I've not played it because my impression is that it is it is a version of Bejeweled that is targeted toward networking, social networking. You don't have to connect, at least in the, in the updated version. You used to have to connect, I think, to Facebook to play it. You don't have oh, okay. to anymore. You can play a local game, a local Blitz game just on your, you know, when you're not connected to the Internet or you're having bad service or whatnot. You can still play it just on your phone or your touch or your iPad. Oh, okay. Because I, da- I downloaded it when it first came out and noticed that you had to connect up. And I just... I. I I have no interest in the social networking games, mm-hmm. yeah. and so I never pursued it any further. Yeah. Although I've got their regular Bejeweled game I play constantly. Yeah. It used to be that you didn't have the same bonuses um, in the offline version that you had in the online one. But now they have all the same bonuses. You get to you get to spin every day. If you play on a regular basis, you spin for coins, which you can buy bonuses, which um, can change your gameplay. So you can switch the jewels around if you get stuck, or you can add an extra timer and add, a, I think it's five seconds to the game if you want to. There's different things. And you, you spin for coins. You also collect coins while you're playing. And those coins allow you to buy those kinds of bonuses. So okay. they, they used to not have the spin used to only happen if you were playing online, but now they have that for the offline version as well. See, I play this game entirely too much. <laughs> well, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear an update about it though. So I've yeah. still got it on my phone, and yeah. I'll go out there and check it out again. Then. Yeah, you should check it out, and then and then you and I can keep tabs on scores because um, okay. I get some pretty wicked high scores. I actually uh, turned my mom on to playing the regular version, the computer version of um, Bejeweled. And she was so cute because, you know, she's new to these games and she's definitely new to Bejeweled. And she got, I don't know, 100,000 or 150,000 points on one of the first games she played. She's like, is that good? And I'm like, oh, that's great, Mom. She's like, well, well, how do you do on scoring? And I'm like, well, when I I play the one-minute version, (laughs) I think my highest score is like 800,000 points. And she's like, what?! <laughs> you got eight hundred thousand points in one minute, and I'm like, well, there's bonuses and things you're doing that you don't, you didn't play, you didn't have in the version you're playing. But yeah, <laughs> but like I said, I've been I've been consistently playing Bejeweled for for ten years, and for me with Blitz, I like the the social aspect of it. Um, I think it's a little bit of my mastery player coming out. I really like to be at the top of my leaderboard or at least very close to the top of my leaderboard on a regular basis. And I have a couple of friends on Facebook who consistently are either making me run for my money to get the top score or beating me. (laughs) They push your buttons. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) So I work a little little hard. And it's, it's one of those games where... 
uh, like I said, I'll often play in between reading papers or other other uh, tasks that I'm doing, work tasks that I'm doing. I'll take a quick break because I know I can go in and play it just for a couple of minutes. Uh, other games I play on touch screens, like the tower defense game I'm going to talk about later in the show, that are more involved, I'm less likely to play in between things like that or to play for a break because I will get uh, hooked into them and lost into <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to playing yeah. them and wanting to continue playing and, oh, just one more level and just one more level. So um, I like that I can hop in and play a couple of rounds and then, you know, or play it when commercials are on because I, I, I don't watch a lot of commercial TV. Almost everything that I watch is exclusively without commercials because the rhetoric of commercials just drives me crazy. My students know this because I make them study it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Bejeweled is a very familiar game um, that I've played it for so long um, I like some of the changes I don't always like all the changes that they've made but um, it's really continues to be a very solid and fun game and yeah and I do definitely play it more than I should and where is it available? It's available from PopCap, right? It's ba- yes, PopCap are the makers of Bejeweled. Um, uh, and you can download it for, I I know it's for iOS, so you can get it for your iPhone, your iPod Touch, and your iPad. And I think that there's an Android version, but I'm not 100% sure about that. There, I can't imagine that there's not at this point, given it. Well, when I went out and looked, um, I only saw a version for Xbox and Facebook. Uh, okay. Okay, so maybe it is just um, um, exclusively uh, iOS right now. So yeah, if we're wrong, someone let us know. Yeah, please let us know if we've if we've mistaken that. If you're a big um, a, a Jewel Blitz player on your on your Android phone, please let us know. Yeah, th- that's one thing that I noticed when I was doing some research. I went out to see of the apps I've got on my iPhone. I went out to the developer site. Um, yeah, to the developer site to find out, okay, what platforms are these all available on? And just a word to the developers, um, make sure that information is on your website. (laughs) Yes. Um, Uh. For some reason, some of the basic specs for these games on the distributor or developer's website was very difficult to find. And that I just found that very curious. Um, Some of the, the... Newer game production companies like Dead Man's Productions, their site, they tend to be very informative. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the others, it's just, it was hard to find information hard to find on. Information it's just a, it's just a yeah. side note to you guys. Yeah, seriously. Let's hope they're, uh, they're listening to that because there are people like us who are going to look for just that kind of information sometimes, especially when uh, we want to promote your products. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Rhonda, what, um, what did you pick for uh, to purchase game? Well, my my absolute favorite game to purchase is going to be Elder Sign Omens by Fantasy Flight Games. But hands down, it is my all-time favorite game, period. Just uh, of, of every game ever? On, on the, For the touch. Um, a mobile media. Okay, okay. okay. A touch game. For yeah. touch games, It's yeah. just okay. flat out my favorite. And that's probably because it is... My favorite tabletop game is Mm -hmm. Arkham Horror, Mm -hmm. and Fantasy Flight has a light tabletop version of Arkham Horror uh, called Elder Sign. And if you're familiar with Arkham Horror, Arkham Horror can run anywhere from four to six hours in play. Mm -hmm. Um, Elder Sign, depending on how many people are playing and stuff, it could run 
you're lucky if it runs 30 minutes. Mm. Um, I played one one time that it took longer to set up than it took to lose it. (laughs) I I died almost immediately. But it's a much shorter game. It runs about an hour. So Fantasy Flight created a mobile version of Elder Sign. And it is just, it's a really well done game. Very basically, the story is that a great ancient one is trying to awaken, of course, and destroy the world. And your job is to stop him. Mm-hmm. Um, the ancient one wins when he collects a minimum number of doom tokens, which is his version of victory points. You stop him if you collect your minimum number of elder signs before he collects his doom tokens. Okay. Very basic. Right. But it's not basic play. <laughs> it is a very intense game, but uh, it, it's pretty fun. I like the way they've done it. It's a cooperative game for, for anywhere from one to four people, and you play against the Ancient One. Um, part of the reason that I chose the game, besides the fact that I love the tabletop version, is that Fantasy Flight recently put out an update for the mobile device, that the mobile game, that incorporated several of the things I actually commented on in my review of the original version. Mm. And that just it just thrilled me to death to know that someone is actually listening to the right, things that we say, yeah. you know, in the reviews. And pretty much everything I mention is like, oh, it would be great if there were uh, more ancient ones. It would be great if this font were bigger. And they hit all of those notes. I was just... I was so pleased that updates were not actually crippling the game, but making it better. Right. The gameplay runs kind of like this. Um, You choose which ancient one that you want to fight against. Then you select a team of four investigators to play against him. You get a choice of 16 investigators. There's a bonus with the uh, new features. There's a bonus of six investigators that you can unlock. Um, the investigator has, each investigator has a special skill and a set amount of health and sanity. Uh, some investigators are smarter than others. Some are, right. have, you know, are stronger. Tougher, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the board is set up with six randomly selected encounters. So the goal is for each investigator to choose an encounter to have based on their skills. Mm-hmm. If they succeed at the encounter, they receive various bonuses and possibly an elder sign, mm-hmm. uh, their version of victory points. If they fail, then they suffer terrible consequences from the ancient one, and usually it's losing sanity or health. And I assume the, when you get down to no sanity and no health, you, or no you health, die. you die. Yeah, it, yep. yeah that particular okay. investigator dies mm-hmm. forever. Okay. He's out of the He's game. Done. Okay. Um, when it, encounters are completed, they're replaced, so there are always encounters on the board. They just uh, get renewed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the four investigators have a turn, and then the ancient one has a turn, which usually means he is rewarded with doom tokens and that there are additional parameters added onto the encounters that just progressively make them harder and harder and harder. Okay. So it's a, it's a tough game, yeah. and once you complex. understand the rules on how to play, it's a, it's a lot of fun. So what is it about this that makes it your favorite? Oh, well, I, okay. I have, to, I have two questions for you. What makes it about the gameplay makes it your favorite? And how, so you said you play with four, four people can play it at a time? Yeah, because each investigator has a turn. Okay. And so 
when the investigator turn comes up, I've never played the mobile device with other people. Okay. Yeah, that was going to be my question now. If you linked to other people that you could play with, or if it was like a pass and play thing you could do in in person, like, you know, I've done that with my my iPad before. We'll play games with friends and we'll be passing my iPad back and forth as we're playing. So I was wondering... Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. But yeah, since I don't don't tend to play network games, um, I believe it is just pass and play. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was going to be my other question. Okay. So now what, what is it that, what is it about the gameplay and about this, the strategy and the, the tactics in this that, that makes it stand out for you? Um, I think number one, the fact that it's the, the original tabletop game. I love the idea. Number one, that is cooperative, um, for the mobile device. Of course, I'm playing it by myself The I think I love the, the risk Mm. It is a very tough game to win. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm playing four different roles. And so I get a variety of chances to exercise different skills. I can put that team together any way I want to, to try to maximize my chances. Um, the other thing is that it's it's just got infinite replayability mm. um, with 16 investigators. 16 choices. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said there were 16 investigators you can choose from. That's a huge yeah. number. Yeah. With a, they've all got different skills mm-hmm. and um, I've put teams together where I play all women teams. Mm-hmm. I've played all men teams. I've played all the weak characters. You know, the, right. it's, it's interesting to put them together and then now that they've added a second ancient one or a, mm-hmm. a second uh, boss, right? Then that has also kind of increased the number of replay because right. the, the original version only had one boss, right? Right. So yeah, I think it, I don't know what it is that rings about it, but it's just all of the. It's basically a dice game. Elder right. Sign is is a dice game, and right. so you you succeed or fail at the encounters by rolling dice, right? Yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty much it, it. It reminds me, and I, I like that. I love that it's based off a board game because I think um, there some board games really do translate well into mm-hmm. mobile uh, platforms. There's a game that I have that's um, called Betrayal at House on the Hill, and this reminds me very much of that. There's six adventurers who are exploring this haunted house, and it's a you know it's a board game with um, tiles, and every time you go into the house the layout of the house is different because every time you a hero steps into a place where there's no room, you pick a new room for that level. Three levels for the house, basement, you know, ground and, and yeah. upper level. And then there's, there are, I think, 40 different scenarios. So depending on the dice roll for omens, this is, you know, a really complex game I'm trying to sort of, you know, water down here. Based on the number of omens you have, you have to roll under that, that number in order to... Mm-hmm put off having you know right. the betrayal happen and then one person at the table becomes the bad guy and everybody else become the heroes and who are trying to escape and you know beat the bad guy and it's the same kind of situation where there's uh, six different characters and some are strong and some are smart and if you get down there's four you know levels of uh, two for um mental health and two for physical health if you get down to zero any of those you die you know that kind of thing and it's the same kind of same kind of thing but it's always kind of fun because one person ends up being the bad guy you know 
in person <laughs> and then everybody else. And you, you have two different books you read and everybody has different rules and, you know, different parts of the story. And yeah. then you come out and sort of act it together. So it reminds me very much of that kind of gameplay, which I think is really kind mm-hmm. of dynamic and a little bit like role playing games, but a little bit more focused. So you get that yes. get in and play and get out of it kind of thing as, as opposed to sort of getting locked into, you know, an epic game to yeah, there's the uh, investigators have one skill apiece, and they've got a handful of, of tools and stuff, but they are the um, the sets are very small. Mm-hmm. So you're not dealing with an extremely complex skill building mm-hmm. RPG. Right. Um, they're, they're pretty set at the beginning of the game, and after that, their strength or abilities are only improved by, you know, their successes. Right. And that's it. So it's pretty basic. I think that my absolute favorite tabletop games are cooperative. Mm -hmm. And I have learned that I I do not like games that have a dungeon master. Mm -hmm. I I just, I do not like it at all. You don't like the the power structure that comes from the books. Yeah. Yeah, that's, no, that's I don't. A, it's definitely I, a different style of gameplay for sure. It is. It mm. it is, and I I would really love sometime I think to see um, a dungeon raid done by people who who really know the structure of the game and how it's played. Right. Because I just do not see how there's any enjoyment in it. Right. Well, there ha- there is at um, at least at PAX last year and the year before that. Uh, Will Wheaton and, um, oh, I'm blanking on their names, but the guys who write the Penny Arcade um, right. and a, a couple of other of their friends, they actually stage a live D&D game. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. On stage, so you can watch it played. And, of course, they're all, you know, performers of one level or, or another. So, yeah. so there's a lot of interaction and there's a lot that sort of goes on with the, the game that they're playing. And, you, I, you know, you can see very clearly from that the sort of dynamic um, game that can evolve from that kind of game. But, but yeah. you know, and they, they have a high level of knowing each other, too. And I think you can watch those online if, if you want to. I, I know they recorded them, so you can probably check them out. Oh, yeah. So, oh, that would be great. So maybe we'll, we'll, I'll make sure to try to remember to link to that on the site, too, so everybody can check those out if you do want to see what it's like to play. Um, and with a with a with a high warning of um, the absurd factor that comes in from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those guys playing and not safe for work as well because as I remember yeah. there was a fair amount of swearing that went in those videos. <laughs> well, the graphics are wonderful. The music and the sound effects are appropriate. Um, it the game tracks some basic stats and there are features you can unlock. Um, and also, if, you, if you're considering the game but you're not sure about it, there's a really nice PDF on their website that explains the instructions for playing the game so that you can get used to the mechanics before you purchase it. That's really nice because you get an opportunity yeah. to see what the game plays like before you actually go in and, and purchase it. Yeah, and Fantasy Flight Games' website is one of the sites I had trouble with. If you'll go to their homepage, they have uh, a little gray search box at the top of the page, and just type in Elder Sign, and it will give you a list that will actually show the mobile devices. Mm -hmm. Besides that, I can't find their mobile devices anywhere, Mm. uh, references to their mobile games, but... You go there and it'll give you updates and stuff. So again, Elder Sign Omens is by Fantasy Flight Games. It is a mere three ninety nine on iTunes and on Android Market. 
Um, given the intense graphics, it actually plays really well on the real estate of a smartphone. So I cannot imagine how much better it might look on an iPad. Yeah, that, that bigger screen really does add a lot of, of yeah. depth to, to games like that. So the Jewel Blitz, what else have you got? My second pick is actually, it's actually another free game. I, I, I use an app on, on my iPad called Apps Gone Free. Uh, and I'll try to put a link up to that too. And every day it suggests new apps that are free for the day. Ooh, and so, awesome. And there are lots of games. Um, I mean, I have more games on my iPad than I know what to do with because <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten the majority of them from this free app um, finder program. And so I wasn't sure if this was actually a free app or not when I wanted to start doing the research for this, but it is Tiny Heroes is free. And it's by a company called uh, Simutronics. I think it's what it's called. Oh, yeah. Yes, Simutronics are the guys who um, who put this game together. And um, it is a tower defense game, uh, much like our beloved Plants vs. Zombies. But it's kind of turned around on its head because you play the bad guys. Oh, cool. <laughs> and you're hell-bent on protecting your loot from various kinds of heroes. Oh, awesome. all, all the kinds that we know, knights and wizards and rangers and thieves are all, you know, all come in and they're trying to break into your castle where you as a bad guy have stored all the loot that you've stolen from who, uh, who knows who. So that's one of the things I absolutely love about it, that essentially you're playing the bad guy and trying to foil all the heroes. Yeah, it's like being able to play the zombie. It is like being able to play the zombies, which you can do on the Xbox version of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, there are floor traps, um, you know, barricades and bombs, and uh, there's like a mimic that will um, look like one of the heroes and then, you know, walk up to them and kill them. Um, so, so there's a lot of different like creative um, uh, strategies and uh, things you can do in this game. It's really cute. It's um, you know for a free game, the graphics are really good, the maps oh, are nice. are decent, and it, it adds a, a fair level of um, of strategy and play into it. So, what kind of what kind of platform is it? Is it a scrolling game or? Uh, no, it's it's a it's a it's a set. It's a set game. It's it's very much like um, Plants vs Zombies in that you see you okay. see the castle and you, sometimes you have to scroll a little bit back and forth between you know sometimes the castle will be longer than your screen is. Um, but you'll see you know the heroes are coming in from the left hand of the side of the screen and your um, uh, castle that you're defending is on the right hand side. Oh okay, and, I see. Yeah, okay. and then the maps are different sometimes and they set you up with um, there's usually a couple of defenses in place for when you start. Um, and there are, I think there are mana pools or mana crystals that you can plant that will give you more energy to build more defenses. And those are automatic. You don't have to tap like you do in, um, in um, Plants vs. Zombies. You don't have to catch any of the mana. It just automatically banks up. Oh, but, okay. Um, like the wizards will attack your crystals and kill your, your power. So you have to be careful to make sure the wizards stay away from your crystals because they will destroy your power for you and, and make it so you can't you know, get any more energy to plant anymore. This sounds a lot better than I went out. I was looking for some new games to play, and one of the ones that was fairly popular, and I've I've heard a few other people mention it on a podcast, mm-hmm. was Rune Raiders. Yeah, and I I I need to find a good set of instructions for playing that because I just opened it up and just started playing, and I was so frustrated. <laughs> and it, it sounds a lot 
like the same kind of thing except you're playing heroes. Right, right. Um, but it sounds like um, Tiny Heroes is a little more intuitive. Absolutely. It's it's a very, it was very easy to jump in and play it. And every time you come across a new, um, a new hero, you're told, you know, okay, Rangers are not, you know, um, they can stand back and destroy your defenses that are shooting at them. They can break down your barricades and... Uh, thieves can go in and can uh, dismantle the barricades that you put down. So mm-hmm. if you put like a barricade and then you put a floor, you know, trap in front of it, they'll undo and oh, the floor yeah. trap. So 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 there's a lot of uh, there's a lot that you have to kind of keep in mind, and a lot of different things that the different heroes can do, and a lot of different things you have to fight them off. So, um, oh, this sounds fun. It is really fun and it's really cute and it's really well designed. I, I found the maps got a little stale after a little while, but they had an expansion that's come out that came out in February where they added new maps to it. So I'm assuming they probably got a little bit more sophisticated on some of the maps. Um, but even then, even when the maps were sort of not particularly different or challenging, they still add different, you know, different types of uh, bad guys who are coming in. So, you know, they have one level where you need to focus on dropping bombs on groups of wizards that come in and you need to get them down really quickly and time it really well. So mm-hmm. even with, you know, kind of a static map, you still get a lot of dynamic play going on with it. And, cool. And it's free. And I, I tend to like... There's two things I tend to do when I'm when I'm writing and I'm focused on on you know producing words and I get kind of stuck sometimes. There's two strategies I have to breaking out of that, and one I've talked about before, which is playing word games like um, Words with Friends or you know Scrabble like games. But the other is to do tower defense because um, it it gets me in the mindset of solving problems. Mm. So I break yeah. out of that that creative rut I can tend to get into when I'm creating ideas and I'm getting caught up in what I'm trying to say and trying to say it well or right or any of that kind of stuff. And it gets me out of that mindset. And that is really important for me sometimes when I'm trying to get, you know, when I'm trying to produce on a time frame. <laughs> I'll go in and play a couple of levels and it will it will shift me out of into a different sort of pattern of thinking. Yeah, that's something we haven't talked about before in with uh in regards to gamification because I mean I do I do some of the same things mm-hmm. and it's it is it's a great way of just turning some switches off and turning other switches exactly. on in your brain. Yeah, exactly. And sort of and sort of forcing yourself into a different kind of mind frame and and out of one and into another. And sometimes they don't, you know, I don't move particularly gracefully back and forth between the two of them. But sometimes I will have if I'm stuck on an idea or stuck expressing an idea in in writing and I can be very overly precise sometimes <laughs> with my words. Yeah. It's really good at getting me out of that and into oh okay, you know, I can solve this problem. I have the you know, I can think through this and then I'll go back into the writing and I'll I'll engage it more creatively and more openly than I would have when I kind of got myself mired into it. So for me, tower defense games are really important like that. And like I said, you know, um, Tiny Heroes is is free and it's quick and it's cute and it's fun. So for for mobile games, it really does have the best of all that. And they're still expanding it. You know, they put new maps out and an expansion to it. So they're still, you know, who That's knows if more is going to be able to come. And I didn't check. I think it's only available for iOS as well. So you can get it for your yeah, iPhone. Yeah, I think so. Your iPad and your iPod Touch if you're interested in playing um mobile games on those devices 
Oh. Yeah, I looked up uh, Simutronics, and it looks like that this is their only mobile game. Mm-hmm. Um, most of their games are all online games. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's interesting that this sort of their branch into this market. Maybe they're trying to have mm-hmm. this free game so people will check out their other games. So, check that out and let us know what you think about that one. Awesome. So in anticipation of this episode, I took and did a short Facebook poll uh, through our Facebook fan page and asked you guys what your favorite mobile games were, just to get a quick idea of what mobile games were playing and what mobile games people were interested in. And the clear winner of the poll uh, with the vast majority of votes was Angry Birds. Oh, wow. <laughs> Still. Still, which which I find to be really, really interesting that it sort of had that longevity. But it did, it did definitely outweigh every other option I had put up there for, for the Facebook poll. So people are still playing Angry, Angry Birds. I found, I liked Angry Birds at first, but it got kind of old for me quick. Yeah, I think it's a game, though, that I could go back in and pick up again really quick. Yeah. I, I did the same thing. I sat and I played it and played it. Yeah. And I believe it came to a, po- a point where I was I was just kind of frustrated with trying to get something accomplished. Yeah. And it, it just kind of faded away. Right. But I think that as a result of your poll even yeah. um and even my mom you know recently i mentioned she asked about it it's it's got some staying power yeah yeah and and they're expanding it too with uh, the space versions and, and yeah. different versions of the game and holiday versions so they're really good at sort of keeping it lively with with the gameplay and i think it's a great gateway game i i think it's yes, one of those it's another, games yeah. yeah that really sort of engages and gets people started gaming well, what else did they come up with? The other votes we had were for Plants vs. Zombies, Tom Clancy's Hawk, Temple Run, and Bubble Mania. And other than Plants vs. Zombies, I don't know anything about those other three games. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. I love that. I don't know anything about them either, so I can't wait to look, about, yeah, look them up. Yeah, so we get, we get some recommendations. Um, we got a couple of votes from Twitter as well, including Mush and Where's My Water? And... Um, Mush is apparently a game that you can't you can't actually lose. You can just play and continue to level with it. So I thought that that sounded kind of uh, mm-hmm. intriguing. And Where's My Water is a physics game, um, like yeah. um, Cat Physics or whatever the other physics games are, um, which I have a really short leash for. I, I can tolerate those for a small amount of time. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't go back to those for t- on any kind of regular basis. So I'm glad that we got some new suggestions uh, from, from our polls on both Twitter and Facebook. And thank you guys for that. So many games, so little time. Rhonda, I mean, really, right? Yeah, no kidding. And I mean, we were thinking about this. It's like, you know, it's the summertime, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to be traveling in the car or the plane or whatever, get you something to play. But I don't think I could experiment with all the games before the end of the year. (laughs) But we've got... Then I'm excited. Yeah, we've got a bag to pull from. So the next time time you're looking for something, come and check. I'll have links to all of these games and screenshots from them. I'm going to do a really nice big write-up for this one. So some screenshots and some links for all of these games. So make sure to check back on the site and check those out. That, that's great. Yeah. If you have any additional recommendations or if you agree or disagree with the picks we had here, please let us know. We are the Game on Girl podcast. I'm the co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. You can follow me on Twitter at RoRoom. That's R-H-O-R-H-O-O-M. Or you can read my tech blog at droolonthefrog.com. And I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, or Doc Liz with two Zs, as I'm known on Twitter. Game on Girl is available on iTunes and Stitcher streaming. 
These links, along with references made in the show, can be found on our website, gameongirl.com. You can also leave comments and feedback through Twitter at game underscore on underscore girl or email us at regina at gameongirl.com. And definitely check out the Facebook fan page, Game on Girl Podcast, for uh, poll information and questions of the day and questions of the week, because as you can see, we share your responses on the show. This podcast is recorded with Audacity, and the theme song, Good Day, by Triple Fox, is used under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thanks for listening, and until next time, game on.